The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With Pat. Uh, and people want to hate on him, but like, Matt Ryan was a generational talent. Like, say what you want. Oh, oh. The biggest comeback in Super Bowl history away from being Super Bowl champion, Matt Ryan, too. Rando. Hey, Pat, would you say Drew Brees or Matt Ryan is generational? Both. Both have MVPs. And John. Pat, I have a question right. for you. Is Cam Newton a generational talent? I mean, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Yes. No. Say this. Joe Flacco not. has a Super Joe Bowl Flacco. MVP. Look at the stats, dog. Look he has a Super Bowl MVP. Look, look at your, the stats. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, and then people I were like, Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco elite. On Buffalo Rumblings. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. Pat is back from the Adirondacks. Did not get mauled by a bear, so... uh it's a win for everybody yes. out there. But uh you have a good uh you have a good trip, buddy? Yeah, absolutely, man. Got to be with some friends, be outside, no tick bites, I don't think. So that's important. Yeah. So I just realized something about our intro that I hadn't occurred to me before. So it says we're a bi weekly show. Like Is that every other week. Yeah. So it, it's supposed to mean twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess bi weekly could be either. I would think so. Because if you get paid bi-weekly, you get paid every two weeks, right? Yeah, but it's one time every two weeks. Right. Not twice a week. Not twice a week. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, anyway, don't know if anyone else caught that, but uh, we're telling on ourselves. So, uh, but anyway, so we got some good stuff to talk about today. Uh, We'll start off with uh, the Baker news since that was a uh, pretty big story that hit yesterday. Recording this on Thursday. So what what do you guys think? Was this kind of inevitable? I saw the headline and I was like, well, duh. I mean, that's where it was headed. I was I was surprised that it didn't take an injury for somebody to cough up an asset, especially not that Carolina like wasn't a good fit for Baker, but I mean, you think they're sitting there, they just used a pick on Matt Corral, um, or Coral, however you want to say it. <laughs> um <laughs> and they've got Sam Darnold, which, you know, isn't saying much. So maybe Sam Darnold gets moved at some point as well. But or what, did you guys, what, what did you guys think of the move? Do you think Baker starts week one for the Panthers? Yeah, only because they play the Browns week one. <laughs> right. So that'll be 
must watch TV. Must watch TV. Absolutely. It's great because, you know, the bills will be one and oh at this point. So we'll just be kicking it back on our couches on a, on a Sunday, enjoying, you know, fall. They should flex uh, that to Sunday night football. True. (laughs) Flex week one. Brown Sunday night football week one. I mean, that's going to be the only primetime game that either team should have the entire year. (laughs) Bucks, Bucks and Cowboys, Tom Brady versus Dak. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, That's like next week. Week two is Green Bay. Bucks and Cowboys is like a repeat of last year's opener, which is interesting. But Um, the thing about Baker to the Panthers, a couple notes like shout out to Baker for like being classy. I was listening to Cleveland Sports Talk the other day and they're like Deshaun Watson's going for his hearings and Baker Mayfield is like leading a charity fundraiser in downtown Cleveland. And it's like nobody's talking about that. And he's still benefiting the city, even if he's in some terrible commercials. But he took a $5 million pay cut to make the deal happen. And Cleveland's paying $10 million and Panthers are paying $4 million for a starting quarterback. I don't care who you are. If you're getting paid $4 million to be a quarterback in the NFL, that's a steal. That's like thrift stop, thrift store level shops. That's AMVETS, whatever you want to say. And oh, it makes yeah. their it makes their team have fantasy relevant players again. Like DJ Moore could be worthy of a pick again this year. And Christian McCaffrey. Never. <laughs> but it, and Baker could be a, a platoon type quarterback. Like I thought Sam Darnold would be last year. Um, but I don't think he's gonna make the team. They're gonna cut him. Well, Brandon, all I can say is being in a fantasy league with you, I do hope you take a lot of <laughs> Panthers players again this year. <laughs> it, you know. We're going to run it back, I guess. DJ Moore, <laughs> Baker Mayfield combination. We still got to figure out a good last place prize for our uh, our league. Yeah. And uh, and I guess if we're doing not another Buffalo podcast league, then uh, we got to figure that out. So, uh, Pat, if we might have to ask you to start uh, two different lineups at each week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sorry if uh, we're, we're signing you up for two leagues now. No, that's all right. I mean, it's probably good. You know, there's a lot of aspects of my life that I probably should be more responsible and plan oriented anyway. So it's probably a good, um, good strategy <laughs> for me. So uh, maybe one of those leagues you could finish with a winning record, but I, the, I think uh, uh, you'd be, it's you'd double, be the, double the risk of finishing last in either though. So uh, <laughs> I would put Pat with less odds than plus 320 to have a winning record though, like the Panthers. True. Yeah. So let's let's look at that prop. Um, I saw this on DraftKings today. Carolina Panthers to have a winner have a winning record is plus three twenty on DraftKings, and same with the Seahawks. They're plus three thirty. So pretty close there. Out of those two teams, which do you think is more likely to have a winning record out of those two? Got to go nine and eight. It's the same amount of wins as nine and seven. So it's actually easier to have a winning record these days with the seventeen game season. Same amount of wins, you get one extra loss in there. So who out of those two teams do you think is a, a better pick for that? Pat, we know you love Christian McCaffrey. We'd love to share your uh, your thoughts on this. Well, I mean, I don't know. Because the other thing people aren't talking about is that Robbie Anderson like came out and said that like he would never want to play for Baker Mayfield. And he also, there's that gif of him making Sam Darnold cry. So um, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best team environment for anyone really to step into to be successful but only time will tell i don't really see them with a winning record 
I don't know, within the next three or four years, but who knows? It is quarterback driven league. So, so Panthers or Seahawks? Seahawks, dog. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They could have Char- they, this team won a playoff game with Charlie Whitehurst playing quarterback. Did you know that under Pete Carroll? Yes. That's the uh, beast mode game. So, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of sad. Like, no one wants to have that Geno Smith, you know, Drew Locke conversation about who's better. Cause, like, really, it's like, you know, whatever spam in a can versus uh, starfish tuna, you know, whatever. <laughs> Both of them are pretty gross, but you'll eat them in a jam, I guess. Uh, but no, I just think that the, I mean, also the Seattle Seahawks have two top notch wide receivers and a pretty solid run game. Um, you know, granted, I mean, I don't want to say that that defense is totally gutted, but. You know, it, it sort of is, but I think that the, the Seahawks have a lot more pieces in place and also just have the coaching advantage as well. So we'll see. What was Seattle's record last year? Was it five and 12, six and 11. Like six and, six and, and 11. how many of those games did Russell Wilson play? Like all almost all of them. Well, he was out for a little bit because oh, they had that Sunday night game like, with yeah, Jordan maybe Smith. like three, maybe two or three games. Two Didn't or three he break games. his finger? Yeah. Right. That was it. So yeah. he was playing with a broken finger. Even so I think he, he probably playing. played like 15 or 14 games. Something like that. 14 games. Yeah. He played 14 games. That's the only scary aspect about it. Cause yes, you know, you look at DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and their run game and, and yada, 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 and Pete Carroll. And it's hard to imagine a team doing better without Russell Wilson. You know, when you go to, from Russell Wilson to Drew Locke throwing the ball or, you know, Gino or whoever, they end up starting week one. I mean, that's a tough sell for me on uh, getting to a winning season. I mean, because they beat the world champs the previous the previous year. They also beat the world champs yeah. in a we, playoff game. So we haven't you know even I mean? talked about the teams, right? That's what you're just about to say, Pat. Like the world champs are in their division. Like they, yeah. Are, that's uh, what I was they've, like, they've beaten the up on the Rams historically. The Panthers so. are in the NFC South too, so like that's no cakewalk either. But it's it's more easier. Yeah. It's so much easier. You got two Seahawks. games against so the Falcons easier. and two yeah. two games against the Saints as well. So yeah. You know, I would take that over playing the 49ers, the the Seahawks. I'm sorry, they are the yeah. Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals, Cardinals which are probably going to be. I mean, the Cardinals aren't going to suck or anything like that. No, so. but the, all, any of those three, well, any of those four could be playoff teams. So, yeah, I yeah, think it's funny so. Matt Rule like didn't make this trade earlier in the year, like at the draft or something. But he goes to minicamp and he just sees Sam Darnold just suck like these. OTAs that they have and Sam Darnold's like can't even throw the right play on air and he goes to bed and he's like I have to make the playoffs this year Christian McCaffrey's coming back I'm gonna get fired so he hinges his whole future on Baker Mayfield makes the trade yeah they, give, give me the Panthers in this scenario it's definitely the Panthers yeah I think so but I mean they definitely fleeced the Browns I, you know I've never if you're the Browns, what are you thinking, though, man? Like, wh- I mean, you guys said that the fifth could potentially be a third or fourth, depending on the conditions of how, um, I guess, the Panthers do. But that's just, like, bizarre to me. I just don't understand why they didn't trade Baker sooner and try to get some more capital for him. I mean, especially when you give up, what, like, three first-round picks over the next three years for Deshaun Watson. So, like, Yeah, it seems like the Browns' front office doesn't understand leverage very well. Like, I mean, they gave up a historical amount of assets for QB who wasn't going to play another snap for his current team anyway, no matter what. It's not like he was a star on the Houston Texans and he had to get pride away. I mean, he was, you know, the year prior, obviously he, you know, I think they were four and 12, but he was still a yeah, good led quarterback. The league in passing, but, yeah. but then on the backside of that, you have this quarterback again, who 
isn't going to play a snap for you because the franchise and him have a huge disconnect. And <laughs> they're like, rightfully so, though, right? A rightful right, disconnect. exactly. Yeah, and they they only yeah. end up you know squeezing out what fifth round conditional picks. So let's not forget Baker did win a playoff game. Yeah, also. yeah. No, he did against yeah. the you know their version of the Pats, the Steelers. So. You know, who knows? I would like to see Josh Rosen on the Panthers as well, though. I think that that would be effing hilarious. Get them all together. Yeah. yeah. Make it a uh, 2018 draft QB party. Yeah. I mean, did you guys ever go to high school or college with those kids when you're just trying to have a good time? You're like, I'm going to go to class. I'm not going to worry too much about this because at the end of the day, I'm a human and I know that a career will find me. Meanwhile, you have those kids that are just in national honor society and heads buried in books. And they just say, this is it. I've been priming myself to be a six figure man, woman or human my entire life. And like I've prepared this entire entire sequence of 20 years and everyone's told me I'm going to be the smartest and most successful. And then when it becomes time to actually do that, sometimes they fall short. And I, I think of that sometimes, especially with, I guess, you know, that, that 2018 draft cast. So that is also the premise of the, one of my favorite movies, book smart, which is hilarious. Was it a good book <laughs> or uh, good movie? Who's in oh, it? Yeah. Really good. Is that like um, Amy Adams or something? No, 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 no. It was directed by Olivia Wilde. It was like her directorial debut and she's went on to direct a lot more stuff after that. Um, but uh, Jason Sudeikis is in it. Um, I think this was when he was dating Olivia Wilde. Because um, wasn't Aaron Rodgers can, dating her at one point too? I think so. I don't know. And now like Harry Styles is dating her. I don't know. My, my significant other <laughs> keeps me up to date on that stuff. Wait, Harry Styles um, is dating her now? I think so. See, I, I've been in a situation, an adjacent snake, a situation like that, where you're just like, well, <laughs> I mean, props <laughs> to you because I'm not Harry Styles, you know, but anyways, <laughs> well, what's the premise of the movie though, man? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. So it's these two like high school girls, like you said, who are national iron society. Uh, you know, one of them is going to, uh, they're both going to Ivy league schools. And, uh, on the last day of school, you know, when everyone's going to this big end of school party, they realize that they spent their entire life studying when they should have been relaxing and partying with everybody else. So they try to have like this huge party night. It's basically like, uh, super like bad, super bad. With, with female leads, but yeah. I, I like it even better than super bad, which is saying something because super bad is an awesome movie. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's good. Jason Sudeikis is hilarious. All those guys. Speaking so. of, I was I watched some Ted Lasso again. It's just so good. It's so good. I watched Ted Lasso for the second time through, like over the past few weeks. So I, I've made it through the entire series twice. Just as good as the first time. Probably going to yeah. watch it again a third time before the third season comes out. It looks just so fun. We're watching the one where they get... I don't even, I don't want to give spoilers, but it's the end of the season one last episode and they're in the bar and they're going crazy. And I said to my friend, like, I just want to be in that bar. Like I want to go to a game like this. I want to experience this love in the soccer game. Cause it's like, this looks so yeah. cool. On, on the subject of Ted Lasso, we need to create individual player chance for bills players. Like they do in European football. For yeah, Roy. So well, yeah, yeah. You got Roy, you got Jamie, yeah. you know, the Jamie Tart yeah. do to do, and you got, you know, he's there, he's there, yeah, he's yeah. Every, everywhere. Roy can't. Yeah. So you because need that for recall, like, that's that add yeah. a little accent on it, John. That's pretty good. <laughs> Doesn't pretty Josh good. Allen already yeah. has a chant though? If I recall, Chris Sims always says, Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, Josh Allen. Like the, the lone Okay, Ranger. all right. But I yeah. hadn't heard that. I like that. That sounds like a good nominee for the uh the Josh Allen chant, but uh 
yeah, no, I, I love Roy. Roy Kent is like the best character in that show. Oh, he is. He's like, man. Phoebe. <laughs> man, dude, you sound like Roy Kent. Are you serious? Uh, dude. You've been holding out on us. They just, they, the episodes, just how he is with his niece is so funny because like, he just says he just drops f bombs and then she starts swearing in, yeah. in school and he has to like go in and talk to the teacher. It's so funny. But the whole thing about how they say the scene where they like uh, they talk about getting relegated in the locker room and he's like American sports don't do that and they're like well what happens and Ted Lasso's like well they just they, they play out these meaningless games in half filled stadiums and nobody really has a stink about it and the players are like what like. He's like, yeah, just American stuff. And then uh, they're going on because like that would be yeah. wild. Teams getting re- like relegated. That would be re- I think that would be cool. We talked about this a little bit. Jets playing college football. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, this works a lot better when you had like in the major leagues or in the NHL where you have triple A teams and that sort of thing and, yeah. and a farm system. But yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. You imagine the Rochester Americans in the NHL or the uh, <laughs> Sabres yeah. in the AHL. And then he's like what's the league below premier league and they're like championship league. And he's like, you come in last place and you get to go to the championship. The Champions like, league, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but we're so lucky to have, cause think about it. If you finish the NFL, if you finish last, right, you get the first overall pick, but we've never finished with that. It's not since what OJ or Bruce, Bruce, Bruce is right. Bruce. And to have a team right now, not to make a whole transition here, but like the bills are going to win 12 games this year to not even have to worry about that ever again. But to see Houston be like, what are you going to go play in the CFL or like the USFL? Oh, gosh. Because Davis Mills just doesn't know what the heck's going on. Like, Yeah. So. All right. So everyone's seen the uh, the title of the episode. Let's hop to some uh, some props for the Bill season that we've seen that we've liked. Actually, wait. No, first, we got to get a break in really quick because I keep forgetting to put these in the episode. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> doing some player props and sorry team props right team props first yeah um and then uh also got some trivia for you guys so stick around Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. So like I just said, we don't have to worry about finishing in the last because our team wins over under 11 and a half. Would they have 11 last year and they won the division? Yeah, I think they finished 11. Six, 11 and six. Yeah, that's like 11 and six, which is just awesome. So to see that number, the schedule looks harder this year, but like over under 11 and a half wins for these bills. That's uh, they won 13 and 16 games. 
So you think they could win 12 and 17 games? I like that. Yeah, I think they'll win as many as it takes to win the division. Right. Which might be 10. (laughs) I think that one seed, though, I think it hurt them last year, right? Having to go to that game in Kansas City instead of having it in Buffalo that week off. You're only two wins from a Super Bowl if you get that one seed. And I think that's going to be, they haven't done it yet. That's one thing they haven't done. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd agree. And honestly, if you look at all the close games that they lost, if they even pull off two more of those, which I think it'll be more than that, then you got to think that they're, they're sitting at 13, maybe even 14 wins this year. That's where, that's where I would kind of put them at. 14 and three. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. I would say 13 at price. I go 12, 12 and five. Yeah. I'm just saying like, that's, that's, that's I'm the, not that's gonna, the no upside. Spoilers for yeah. the game. Everyone knows on the show that I yeah. predict the Bills have way more wins than they always do. But I mean, that, <laughs> when we started this podcast, they came off of a 13 and three season where nobody had any expectations. So yeah, sue me. <laughs> true. Yeah, but we were picking them to go undefeated in sixth grade Spanish that's true. class. So that's like, true. And that's when you know <laughs> we had Kyle Orton as quarterback. So uh, you know. But anyway, all right. So what are some other team props that we got? Uh, like we just said to. Pat just said to win the division, we're going to win as many games as it'll take to win the division. We are the favorites to win the division at minus 200. And specifically, I like this one, but you're not going to make any money on it. But to make the playoffs, we're minus 500. So what do you think about the division odds at being minus 200? There's not really... I mean, the Dolphins got a lot better, but the Pats have Mac Jones and the Jets have a six-year-old playing quarterback. So Honestly, that reads like a bet with not enough upside only because like, yes, it's expected, but obviously like when it comes to winning the division, like there's a lot that could go right, but there's also a lot that could go wrong. You know, knock on wood, the worst possible thing happens. And you know, then that bet is down the toilet for negative 200 odds in the first place. So that's, you know, that's bet 200 to win 100. But again, you know, anything could happen. That seems like a solid bet, but um, I like some of the other ones we got to some of the ones in the positive odds. What you just said, John, the division wins over under four and a half. I think that's one of the favorite ones that you told me. Yeah, I like that. Because what we're we've only lost yeah, in the division one time in the last like yeah. three years, right? And it's been it was the, the Patriots game. in the but it was the the freak exactly, weather game. Exactly. Yeah. And then before that, I think the last division loss was, you know, Charles Clay dropping a pass in the end zone. Can't remember if that's or rookie or young, yeah, young Josh. Josh dropped a couple against, against New, New England. England. No, I think that yeah, the last division loss was definitely against Tom. Uh, I think it was Bills. Monday Night football. football, and that would have been Derek Anderson at quarterback, right? Tom, it was the second time. No, it was no, the fourth. No, no, it's oh, is that the one second the to last Brown second to last game of the 2019 okay. season? Yeah, yes, and it was the fourth time that yes, Tom yes. played Josh. Right. Two in his rookie year, two in 19, and they, he lost all four of those. I think he only played in three because one the, of those was the Derek Anderson game, correct? In Josh's rookie season? Yeah, but the 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 latest one, the last one that he lost to Tom would have been. Right. We already had the um, right. playoff spot yeah. secured at 10 wins. And um, yeah, so who knows? He'll, he'll beat, I don't know. That's just, that's another scary thing I don't even want to get into on the show. Does does Josh Allen win a Super Bowl and never beat Tom Brady? <laughs> or does Josh Allen beat Tom Brady, Brady in the Super Bowl to complete there. the full circle? In the Super Bowl? Yeah. I would literally <laughs> die. Kill me right now. God, I I've lived peaks. enough. I've seen enough in my life. And like, it's good. You can take me. 
I've peaked. I've literally peaked so hard if that um, were to happen. But John, you said this. It's nice to worry that it's nice to know we don't have a guy like him in our division anymore. But the order of the teams in our division, uh, what what did the way you said it? You put it as Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Pats. That was your that's, pick, right? When uh, we that's were talking the most about- interesting, I think, um, to, yeah. to see odds. I, I I definitely looked at these. Sorry, I gotta pull it up again. I I, know I got you, the odds right here. No, I just remember when we picked division winners and losers, that's what you picked. Yeah, I think that bet that bet is you most picked, interesting based on the odds. Obviously, the most likely outcome yeah. is Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, right? And then a close a close well for, yeah, based a on close the odds, second yeah. to that, even in my brain, would also be Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets is probably the second most likely scenario. And those two are pretty yeah. close to each other in my head. Oh, they're only 10 points off. So the the Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Pats finishing last is plus 2,000. Yeah, so that's that's the juiciest um, one to me because that that's a fun bet. That's a put a, put a dollar down to win 20 kind of bet. Yeah, or put 100 down to win 2,000. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is the one we talked about. Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets, and that's 240 plus 240. And then the other one is plus 250 bills, Pats, Dolphins, Jets, where the Pats and Dolphins just flip. Um, And then the top two in the division, bills and Dolphins is plus 110 and bills and Pats is plus 130. Again, my favorite one on this one is Dolphins and Pats to lead the division at plus 900 because it's like, what world are we living in that somebody even took the time to do this? Like, yeah, now give me the two thousand for the page plus two thousand for the Patriots to finish in last. That's more likely than the Bills not finishing in the top two of the division. Yeah. Oh my God. So much more likely. What are the Jets odds to win the division? Just out of probably curiosity. similar. It's probably plus two thousand or something like that. It's, it's gonna be so high. I'll search it though. Here, I actually I'm pretty close. Okay, here we go. New York Jets plus twenty two hundred. Plus uh, twenty two hundred. 2200s. I was going to, there would have to be like an injury spree of like 12 elite players in the AFC East to that even being a reasonable bet yeah. to put down. It would have to be like Josh Allen getting hurt, Mac Jones getting hurt, Tua getting hurt, Stefan Diggs getting hurt, Tyreek Hill getting hurt, um, all three of the Patriots stud running backs getting hurt. <laughs> like it would take a lot. Yeah. So, Brandon, do we have any other, uh, any other team bets that we had pulled up? Yeah. So, I have the, the highest scoring team in the NFL. The Bills are number one, and they are plus 600. What do you think about that? I like that. Um, let me see. Who else is in the top three? The Chargers, probably. Um, Ta- Chargers, Chiefs. Bucks, Chiefs, Bills. Uh, Cowboys were number one. It went Cowboys, Bucks, Bills last year. I don't have the other teams in front of me right now, but I have those from last year. So interesting. I mean, I like that oh, yeah. at, at plus Dak 600. Prescott. That's a nice little, <laughs> little small bet. I mean, if Josh Allen has the MVP season that we all think that he's going to, then I think that's fair. You know, you got Gabe Davis taking more snaps, you know, Jameson Crowder, lateral move from Cole Beasley. Offensive line should be better I, I, than last be year. I mean, the offensive line really struggled a lot last year in spots. And uh, so if you can think that even that, I mean, that was the only thing that was slowing down their offense, to be honest, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't have a lot of consistency either, which is like difficult. Yeah. So, I mean, again, like writing off the offensive line as a success this year, it might be taking a big step too, because, you know, we haven't seen them. We're just kind of assuming and we know the lineup 
Yeah, there's no guarantee that it'll be any better than uh, what last year was. So uh, I guess that that remains to be seen. But yeah, yeah, give me give me the plus six hundred for the Bills. I'm not putting but, a lot down on it, but yeah, you know, if you take that's, that's a it, it's an interesting bet when you think about those odds are the same for them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I had I was literally I have it right here. I was gonna say if you oh, take really? plus, I was gonna say if you take plus six hundred to be the highest scoring team, do you take the Bills at plus six fifty to win the Super Bowl? Uh, again, so the only reason I'm not taking the Bills right now to win the Super Bowl is because I feel like if they lose, those odds will get better. Yeah. Even though, you know, because people overreact to that kind of stuff, even if, you know, we all know that it's, you know, if, when the Rams lost, you know, three out of four games in a stretch last year, their Super Bowl odds were probably amazing. Um, So that, that probably turned out to be good. So for that reason, I, I'm doing that, but... Yeah, no, it is much harder to win a Super Bowl than it is to lead the league in scoring. There's a lot less that could go wrong because, you know, you, it's not just a crazy thing where if you drop a game, you're out, you know, and you don't Mm -hmm. win. You have to win four straight weeks or three straight weeks as a number one seed to win the Super Bowl. Whereas, like, to lead the league in scoring, you just got to be the best offense, you know, consistently. So. The other one that is on here, John, that you might like a little better than is the odds to win the AFC championship game to go to the Super Bowl and the Bills are plus 400. Yeah, I don't know. See, but the thing is, is in my mind, if the Bills get to the Super Bowl, they're winning it. So I hope so. I hope so. So essentially, I I mean, I would just take I would just take the plus 650 at that point. Yeah, but. No, I mean that's a that's a that's a good attitude to have because if we lose number five, then like Lexapro is gonna have like a, a billion dollar profit increase just from the state of New York. Oh god. <laughs> um, you know, we'll have to see. That's funny. That's hilarious. Well, I thought, <laughs> dude, that'd be the worst thing ever. I, I'm, I let's not not I even speak even that into it. existence. We that. cannot right. that's we're we're having future <laughs> depression here. So uh, right. are we out of are we out of team props? What do we got left? Uh, the last one that I have here, John, is the one that you brought to us is the Bills over under first game point total in the season opener against the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams in L.A. Thursday night prime time, twenty six points. Over, ah, give me the over. Smash the over. freaking Dude, table the other, on the, the over. The other thing is like. I wonder if there's some data to back this up, but it always seems like offenses come out of the gate high flying before the defenses kind of figure stuff out. That earlier is in the season. Usually flipped though. Sometimes, yeah, but it's like it always seems like that season opener is high scoring. And maybe that's just the teams that played. Like last year, the Bucks and Cowboys was a super high scoring game. Um, year before that would have been Chiefs and somebody, Chiefs and Patriots, maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. All I'm saying is that Josh Allen threw three picks in that Falcons game last year and we still dropped 29 on him. So that's, like, it's true. Really? Um, I don't know. Uh, do you we'll want see. the last 10 games Thursday night opener? Sure. Sure. All right. We'll go from 2013. Okay. Uh, Ravens, Broncos, 49, 27 Seahawks, Packers, 36, 16, Patriots, Steelers, 28-21. Broncos, Panthers, 20-21. Chiefs, Patriots, 42-27. Eagles, Falcons is the only dud. Oh, that's not true. Uh, 12-18 final score. That's weird. Uh, Packers, Bears, 10-3. Texans, Chiefs, 
twenty to thirty four. Cowboys, Bucks, twenty nine thirty one. Bills, Rams. So I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams in the last ten years have hit the over on twenty six points on the Thursday night season opener. So it's almost half. It's a little less than half of the teams. Yeah. Give me the over every time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, would you take it for the Rams? Would you take that number for the Rams? Because I probably hit the mm, under for the Rams. I just wouldn't bet the Rams. <laughs> but if their over under is twenty six points, what would you do? I might have to take the under on that one. I mean, they didn't score twenty six points in the Super Bowl, but uh, I'm less confident in that than. Uh, but yeah, no, Super Bowl is a, is a way different game dynamic than uh, way earlier in the season for sure. That's but, interesting. Yeah. Anyway. We got some. Uh, we got some trivia to get to. I do. I got two. One of them's right. kind of goofy, but the other one's better. <laughs> okay, hit us. All right. Do you want the goofy one first or the real one first? The goofy one's uh, about sports movies. Give it. Give us the goofy one. All right. We talked about this. I I brought this point up in the show when we talked about sports movies from 1982 till 2015. Kevin Costner played oh a sports-related role in 10 different movies. And I've seen zero of them. <laughs> um, we don't have to go through this, but I just thought right, it was hang funny. On, let, me, let, me, let me see. Field of Dreams? Yes. Okay. Is Tim Cup ref- on there? Yep. I referenced two of these, too. Tim Cup, that was good. Good job. Okay. Um, there was another one that you mentioned, too. Um some sort of hockey movie? No. Uh, Varsity no. Blues doesn't have uh, Kevin Costner in it. Um, Pay it forward with uh, Haley uh, Joel Osment. <laughs> <I'm kidding, but laughs> that, that is a Kevin uh, Costner 13 movie. Days. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> or is that, no, that's Kevin Spacey. Jesus, I don't even know these two Kevin. No, I don't days even know what Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner looks like. We're mixing up our Kevins here. No, but I was saying, like, I'm thinking of like pay it forward, but that's Kevin Spacey, isn't it? There's one on here that is not pay it forward, but it starts with a P. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That that doesn't help. There's two that you're missing that are obvious. The other ones I wouldn't have yeah, gotten. I don't know either. what Kevin Costner looks like. Tigers pitcher beats the Yankees. Oh, uh, was it? It's not the oh oh uh, uh the one where he's yeah. got the perfect game going or whatever, and he's got the relationship yes. troubles. Um, it's not. It's not the natural, is it? That's Brendan no. Frazier. Um, crap. For the love. Oh, for the love of the, of the game. game. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then the last one that you should get: 2015, 2016 football. The Browns are in this. Pat, you gotta help me out, buddy. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't. I can't distinguish <laughs> Kevin Cosner from Kevin Spacey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one? Who's the one that plays in House of Cards? Kevin That's got to be Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I don't even know what Kevin Costner looks like. Let me look this man up. Um, <laughs> All right, I'll just give it to you. It's draft day. Okay. Oh, when okay. he drafts okay. the quarterbacks, then you got American Flyers, Bull Durham, Chasing Dreams, The Upside of Anger, Play It to the Bone, McFarlane, and For the Love of the Game. Again, okay. I yeah. don't. My students gave me these cards, so it's like <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I I don't. I mean, I guess I've probably seen this guy in movies, but like. He's in Yellowstone. Have, have you ever seen Yellowstone? Someone was telling me to watch Yellowstone. They said it's a good, like, they said that it made me, or it made them think of living on a farm. Like, I grew up on a farm, but I'm like, no, like, that, that stuff sounds intense. I've heard it's a good show from two, two different people. 
Yeah, no, I should check it out. Kevin Costner, what the heck kind of movies is he in? <laughs> oh, Dances with... Yeah, I need to talk... Yeah, Dances with Wolves. Uh, uh, let me see. I guess other than that, I really don't... I couldn't... Never. Never have I really seen this guy. And now am I just putting together that he's the guy from... I, other than Dances with Wolves, I've never seen him. Is this... I feel so bad. <laughs> no, don't like, feel bad, man. This one will be quick. This one will be quick. Through 2019, nine quarterbacks have thrown for more than 3,000 yards in a season while playing for the Buffalo Bills. Are we got Bledsoe, Allen, uh, um, Daryl LaMonica. It's, it's got to be, it's Jim Kelly never threw for 4,000 yards. I'm almost We're sure. talking 3,000 yards. 3,000. 3,000. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. You got Kelly. Wait, yep. 3,000 yard passers in Buffalo Bills history. Yeah. So you got Allen. There's nine. Um, yep. So Allen, Kyle Orton, JP yep. Lossman. Yep. Uh, I don't think Tyrod Taylor was ever a 3,000 yard yes, passer. Yes, he was. He was? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Orton, Taylor, Lossman. Trent Edwards throw for 3,000 yards? Nope. No? Um, what about like... What? Yep. Uh, so did Flutie ever do it? Yep. Flutie okay. did. Ryan Fitzpatrick too, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, you got one left. From that era, Rob Johnson probably nope. also threw for th- no. From that kind era, of a big name, kind of a big name. I can't answer that. Is he? Uh, are we going back before Jim Kelly? Maybe. So you got okay. Jack Kemp definitely threw nope. for three thousand yards. Nope. Joe Ferguson. Joe Ferguson. Okay. Joe Ferguson. Okay. That's all of them. Nice. Drew Bledsoe, Joe Ferguson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Doug Flutie, Josh Allen, Jim Kelly, J.P. Lawson, Kyle Orton, and Tyrod Taylor. Nice. Nice. All right. Good job, guys. We did it. Through the Uncrustable. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I didn't eat all anything right. yet, but I toasted it. It was great. Pro tip. I toasted Uncrustable. That's, uh, that's yeah. next level right there. Oh, that's so uh, good. Anyway. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Um, we're going to do a part two to this episode where we talk about some individual uh, player props for the Bills for this upcoming season. So stay tuned for that. Don't know if that's going to be the next episode or that might be coming in a couple weeks here. But uh, we got to get warmed up for Brando's bets here. Yes. Brandon, it's almost the return time. of Brando's bets. The offseason is nearing an end. We're hitting those OTAs and mini camps and training camps and getting our brains sharp to make some yeah. money. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys uh, on next Wednesday. So uh, stay tuned and uh, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.